Hey everyone, Hi. we're back. Because <laughs> we're the prodigals. The prodigals. Ah, <laughs> oh, missed you yo, guys. Yo, yo. Welcome to. <laughs> oh, we missed you too. You weren't here last week. <laughs> Uh, welcome to another episode of the Prodigals Podcast, where we talk about all kinds of topics relating to faith and culture. We discuss topics not normally preached on the pulpit or talked about during Bible studies. This is why we're here for you. My name is Mark, and I am joined by Billy, Alan, and the Prodigal, Jenna. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> Oh man, Ooh. I didn't know what you're saying. I was gonna. I, I really thought you're gonna be like my wife. It's <laughs> <laughs> my wife. My wife. wife. <laughs> Go all Borat on us. <laughs> yeah, I, I was really feeling it. My I don't know why. My wife. I know you're setting it up for it, man. <laughs> What's good, guys? How are you guys doing? Good. I'm Gucci. I'm good, man. Better. Better. Good. Good. Now that my my daughter's okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. What happened to her? Okay, so the reason why I wasn't with you guys last time uh was um I came home after work. I was in the driveway, I get a text from my wife saying, Hey, can you please come in now? Shoot. Okay. So I get in and um apparently my daughter had slipped and fell and hit her head pretty hard. Now Oh god. Kids normally, you know, that's that's nothing new from kids, right? I mean, they'll get their bumps, their bruises, their cuts, you know, their battle scars, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But she had an interesting little sort of twist to sort of how she felt afterwards. She was saying, Daddy, I can't see straight. Are oh. you serious? Yeah. And so, so I I'm live so with stressed. my parents and my father's a, a doctor. So I bring her upstairs and she's like, I can't see very well. Right. Um, and I thought that, you know, maybe she's embellishing things a little bit. You know, you, you want to know that you want to know that um, your kid's safe. But at times, you know, sometimes they're like, oh, you know, whatever. And so on weekdays, on regular weekdays, when it's school days and they have to do whatever, uh, they're not allowed to watch certain shows. Right. Sure. It has to be just mm-hmm. educational stuff. Oh, that's nice. Well, for this time. Uh, because she was like squinting and everything and, and she was actually making my dad a little worried. She was like, uh, so we let her watch one of the shows that she likes watching on the weekends, right? And I figured, well, if she's if she's embellishing the truth or if she's straight out lying, she'll just be enamored with the show and just keep watching even while sitting on the couch. Yeah. Well, she couldn't do that. She was asking for her glasses, which she never does. And then, and then we tried to get her to eat and I put my phone in front of her with that same show. And eventually she said, I can't do this. And she turned it off because she couldn't look at the screen. At that point, I went to full freak out mode. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, we're okay. Everybody, we're going to get you in the car. We're going to bring you to the hospital. Right. And so bring it to the hospital my wife is there you know it's just i mean the three of us and so the the boys are staying home but we brought we brought her and um only one of us were was allowed because of covid protocols right was allowed to just to stay with her and apparently when the nurse came into you know whatever she's like uh she's told her 
uh, I'm kind of blind. So, yo. (laughs) (laughs) But because she really didn't want to go to the hospital, I figured that that the adrenaline started to kick in and then she started to see properly. Because by the time the doctor came in to see her, she's like, yeah, it's a miracle. I can see. I can see. Miracle. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. So full miracle. And then she got, yeah. And then uh, I just stayed home the next day from work uh, just to make sure she wasn't, there wasn't any episodes of lethargy or being like tired or or whatever and vomiting or, or any kind of dizziness. So she was okay after that. So yeah, praise God. God. So that took up most of our podcast. Okay, so thanks, guys. Uh, We'll see you guys next week. (laughs) All right, tune in next week for another episode (laughs) of the Prodigals Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Um, that story wasn't supposed to be as long as I meant it. Or yeah, it's good. It's all right. Um, But yeah, we're glad Chloe's okay. But yeah, so guys, I had a dream last night. Wow, we're gonna okay, let's go. Um, I had a dream that we were gonna talk about dreams and visions. Today. <laughs> oh wow, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> but in all seriousness, this well, has we been are. on. We, yeah, we are because this <laughs> this topic has been on schedule for a while, but it just kept getting pushed back due to more time sensitive topics. We decided to pounce on like Ravi and the Ted Cruz fiasco down in Texas. <laughs> uh, but today oh, we're finally discussing it. Dream come true. We'll be talking. So we'll be talking about. That's a slow clap. Slow that's clap. Great. That's a slow clap. That deserves we'll be talking about dreams and visions, what they are, our experiences with them and all that jazz, what the Bible has to say about about them. So thank you for joining us in this Table Talks episode. Table Talks. Alright. Dreams and visions. First question is just to uh break the ice what is a dream that you remember a dream that i remember i'm gonna lay everyone on about my uh my teeth dream <laughs> <laughs> when i was a kid i had it this is the only dream i've ever remembered in my life i can't even remember any other dream that i ever had like i'm not a guy that remembers his dreams like i wake mm-hmm. up and i'm like most people don't they don't exactly, remember the dreams. Right? So right. it's good to know I'm normal. But this dream, outstanding. <laughs> good to know. <laughs> I was at my old house, the top of my stairs. And for some reason, I was eating an apple. I bite into this apple. And once I open my mouth out back, back, uh, all my teeth are stuck in the apple. And oh my I, I feel like, like, I think in the dream, like I really felt it. It felt so visceral, like feeling like how gummy my mouth was because no teeth. <laughs> And then it's just bleeding like a waterfall down my staircase in my old house. Bro. And that's the dream that I most remember because it's so traumatizing. And that is 
given me PTSD of eating apples my whole life. <laughs> up until I say up until university, I could not even bite into an apple. I couldn't even take the sound of an apple because Bruh. it made me cringe inside and it made me so uncomfortable. Oh my gosh. You guys don't like tryptophobia when you see like if, if people have tryptophobia and you see it and you feel all cringy inside. That's yeah. like the feeling I felt when people when I heard people bite into apples. Wow. I saw people biting into apples. Like it was like it was it was it's surreal. But that's my most memorable dream. <laughs> But you've overcome that fear now. You've overcome that fear. Through the Praise power God. of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> I've overcome. Christ strengthens me. <laughs> I, can I, can I can do all things. I can do all things. <laughs> Including misappropriation uh, of that's, that's a sermon right there, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's a sermon. I, uh, I, when I was a kid, I had a dream. This was before, obviously. I I knew how credit cards worked. But... Basically, in the dream, I found my mom's credit card, and I went out and bought everything I wanted to buy, and oh. went to restaurants, and like they just took the card, and I got to everything. Why not? Yeah, <laughs> Why not? I remember that. They time. probably would, even now. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, but like Billy, I don't usually remember my dreams. No, yeah, yeah so. either. Unless it's like deja vu. If I get deja vu, I'm like, whoa. What the heck? I don't I've know if you've had that vu. one before. Like a deja vu dream. Like, oh, I dreamed this before. I have like oh, wait, a deja vu experience like once every couple of years. Ooh. It's kind of it's kind of messed up. But it's not even prophetic or anything. It's like really lame. It's just like <laughs> Oh, it just I is. I had one. Yeah, it it's was just someone it's just a regular setting. It's like right? regular setting. Like like it was me. It was like a dream I would have years ago, but then it, it, an experience like recently, like it was just like me talking to my coworkers in the nursing station. But oh. I had that dream like years ago, and I can feel like the deja vu. Yeah. Definitely dream about this. This happens every couple of years, so I don't know if that means anything. <laughs> That's he's a prophet. Uh, get out of here, prophet! But <laughs> <laughs> I don't even prophesy, like. <laughs> Oh man! Yeah. I prophesy we're gonna I'm gonna be talking with my coworkers. Coworkers, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the one dream that really comes through for me, once again, when I was a kid, um, you know, like the rest of you, um, so we were there. I was there, just kind of looking straight on on the street at an intersection, but it's like a T street, right? So there's nothing that goes past like the road that, that runs yeah. perpendicular to it. Mm -hmm. Right. So it looks like a T. Right. And I'm looking at, you know, at, I don't know, kind of buildings or whatever. And at the end of that, sort of at the corner is a stoplight or a stop. Yeah. Like a light. Right. And it's green and there's this parade going on full brass, you know, and they're full get-up gear. Everybody's, you know, having a good time. There's um, confetti being thrown in the air. And then suddenly, because it's only, it was like one of the old lights where it's, there's only two. There's no yellow. There's just green and red. Okay. All right. So it's green. And then all of a sudden it turns to red and everybody stops. Like the sound stops. Ooh. The confetti stops. The people stop. And we all just stare at this light. And the next thing that happens is the creature from the Black Lagoon comes out and starts chasing <laughs> <Dude>. everybody. 
at that point, I wake up from my dream, and that's that's the so one dream that I vib- that I vividly remember, like since that time. Everything else, you know, you kind of like, you know, you do either either don't remember or it's like hazy. But that's the one that's dream good. that I see in my in my head. Man, Every time. all these traumatizing. Oh, uh, it probably is. It's a traumatizing, traumatizing one. Like, time of her life. Alan and I traumatizing. <laughs> Although I don't know, man. I think I'd prefer yours than being eaten by the creature of the la- black. <laughs> Yo, man. Mine, Unless you bit to an apple so and you didn't have no scary, teeth. Man. Oh, that's a reality. Oh, that's scary. Mine, mine affected my reality. <laughs> that's what my dream was. Koya <laughs> Alan is like afraid of uh, parades now. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I am. I am. Every time that you see the Santa, Santa Claus parade, parade every year, oh, I'm glad it's over. No, I can't do this. How do you feel about? Um, I think I remember a lot of my dreams. Mm. I'm that someone who have vivid dreams, and when I wake up, I remember them. Uh, so you're abnormal. But, yeah, yeah, he's I'm, abnormal. I'm abnormal. abnormal. And. <laughs> No, he was actually diagnosed <laughs> normal when when he was a kid. Anyways, okay, so anyways, context. I was so I took a personality or an what do you call it? aptitude test uh, when I was entering university in the Philippines, and the the counselor came back as like, so your test results came back and you're abnormal. I was like, <laughs> what? Just straight up, like, there's no, there's no kind like grab the, up to that. There's like, like, so there's some no. anomalies the, in there. Something like, didn't sit right. No, just straight up, you're weird. You're, you're abnormal. I was like, Which so I was we like staring, really. staring at him, and, was, and then and then he just says, no, no, don't worry. It means your results are above normal. I was like, oh, oh my god. There we go. <laughs> Did you have to say abnormal? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh, that's great. Um, I love that. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so I've been abnormal ever since. <laughs> uh but yeah, I I typically remember my dreams. Um but the one my favorite dream that I remember is it also affected my reality. In a way where it was a dream, and that in that dream, I was writing a song, and I came up with a melody, and that turned out to be a song that I wrote in real life. Wow! Yeah, at least it wasn't a traumatizing song. (laughs) No, it actually benefits people. Yeah, and that's that's why it's my favorite. Maybe that's why you're abnormal. That's just Mm, you're definitely abnormal. um, I've came up with puns in my dreams before. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so my That's dreams are really something else. Jenna can attest to that. Yeah. That abnormality coming through, man. It's such a good <laughs> one. Through. Hey, man, it sounds like a may we all sounds be like a blessing of an abnormality, <laughs> right? Exactly. You're just thinking um, about important things in your life, in your dreams, <laughs> in things that matter. Dreams, yes, <laughs> things that matter. Exactly, and then not saying anything in the real world. <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So now that we've we've got don't hide that, it under a bush, uh, man. Let's try. <laughs> Have you? Okay. Let's talk about vision. Have you ever had a vision, or thought you had one but didn't come true? Yes. 
No way. So back in, back in university. um, So I, uh, my first year I was in uh, a place called head and hall. Right. And it's six stories and you know, it's, it's just full of first years and a little bit of second years. I had a vision. I had a vision that a boat was on top of the building. And I was convinced that it was going to happen. Whoa. What the heck? Yeah. I was convinced. It was a red boat. It was kind of like the, like, like <laughs> the only way I can describe it is like those putt putt boats. Like they're just like, um, like the older sort of like um, steam engine mm. type boats, like maybe you'd find in like mm. the first original, like mm. Mickey Mouse, Mickey Mouse short, yeah, Mickey Mouse steamboat. Yeah, something like that. But you know, whatever. Yeah, so it never happened. So oh, <laughs> at that point, I'm oh, like, man. oh, what is this, right? And so you really brought me up, man. I was really, I was so excited. Right? I was really I was excited like, to hear that boat. I was, was on top so of the psyched. Hall, I'm like, I was okay, for the punchline, you know. And I thought this was going to be like, okay, this is this is like a god moment for me. This is like, it sounds so ridiculous. <laughs> then I'm going to tell somebody, and then when it comes true, I'm. This is going to be because at this point, I mean, I was having like serious, I was having serious sort of. Um, like questions and thoughts, and I just I was divided whether I should stay in my program or actually go on to seminary. Mm. And so I was asking for like a sign from God, and he and I had this vision, and I thought it was, but it never came true because <laughs> until this day, as far as I know, there is no boat on top of Head and Hall. So, <laughs> what if it's a vision and that? It was one of, you know, the vision that Jeremiah has. It's like metaphorical. I don't, well, yeah, mm, if it is, I don't, I have no idea what it is. I don't, I haven't figured True. out what the metaphorical things is. All I know is that I told my wife, my then girlfriend, and I think she really started to freak out. She's like, yeah, she thought it was crazy. You're like lost something. Oh God. Yeah. So I might have cost my marriage there, but. Hey man, God is sovereign. God is sovereign. <laughs> Look at you now. God sovereign and Jell is forgiving. So Amen. <laughs> Amen. The the boat represents going somewhere. And so I don't know. <laughs> it's stuck on the building. It ain't going nowhere, man. <laughs> oh, then you weren't going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, true. Oh, you there you, go. <laughs> you stayed oh, and you oh, finished yeah, your course. It's you supposed to go. It. So, it was supposed to take you somewhere. It was supposed yeah, to take you somewhere. Supposed to go somewhere. It, somewhere. it was just on the water. Yeah. But after it was you finish, abnormal situation, like a boat out of water on it. But it couldn't be any more abnormal than it's not exactly. only out of water. It's on a building, like it a was six to story say building. That your situation of school was an abnormal situation. <laughs> oh, you don't have to, to tell there. me that. I didn't need a vision for that. You weren't supposed <laughs> to be there. I, anyway. I was. Um, that's another no, you story finished. for you finished your course, your <laughs> bachelor's, and then the boat took you to seminary after. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're stretching really bad, guys. <laughs> no, let's just move on because this is. Uh, <laughs> I've it's never, uh, I've never had a vision, actually. Yeah, so. I've never had a vision. Wanda has. Wow. Wanda has a vision. <laughs> 
<laughs> Alan, how how was the vision? Like, were you like, did you just like, how did it happen? What was the experience? I just saw like, it. I saw it in my mind. Oh wow! I just saw it happening. Happening. Like, I can't remember if it was because of a crane that put it on there, but it was there. <laughs> I mean, Specific it's Hamilton, vision, so interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's Hamilton, yeah. right? Sorry. It's yeah. Hamilton. It's so McMaster. Anything's possible. Such, such bad memories. <laughs> anything is possible in Hamilton. It could be about the like a crane could have taken it. <laughs> it's Hamilton. Oh my god. Can we please uh, move on? <laughs> I should not have yeah. shared this one. Uh I feel like, yeah, I've had lots of dreams and vision. What's the difference? I don't know. But um yeah, it's definitely a gift. I think um, I don't know which one to share though. I've been really blessed to be able to experience it, but it's really freaky. So okay, I guess I'll share the one with Mark. That's why because... we invited you. Oh, that's why I invited you because oh. you have, lot, you have <laughs> lots have of them. Prophetess so. in our, Prophet. in our there we go. now. <laughs> yeah, well, I've always prayed about like having a get the gift of being able to interpret dreams and stuff. Anyways, so. I had a dream that I was marrying Mark and this was like way before we even were friends. We were even talking. We were way before we were in each other's lives, like in that way. And she was, she had prejudice against me. At that point, it wasn't a dream. It was a nightmare. That's how, that's how she describes. That's how I described everyone. Like I was like so terrified when I woke up. (laughs) Yo, Jesus is my wingman. (laughs) Yeah, got lucky there, bud. Um, Yeah, I would say. Well, to preface this too, I would say I always used to pray for the guy that God had prepared for me. Even when I was ever since I think I was thirteen, I would pray like constantly throughout the years um then i was all, always talk to god about him so then i feel like just god giving me that dream of marrying mark was was just a continuation of the conversation god and i were having um yeah so in this dream i i was like walking down the aisle and then i look up and i see mark at the front and like I just remember feeling like so dun, happy, dun, dun. like so excited wow. and at peace. Oh, wow. And like in love with this guy. And then when I and then I like remember panning. Like I remember it was a pan to the side and like Arwen was there and stuff. And then I and then the dream ended and I was and I woke up and like my heart was beating and I was like, there's no way. Cold sweats. Cold sweats. <laughs> <laughs> there's no way I'm marrying that guy. Yeah. <laughs> I told God, I was like, what? There's no, well, first of all, I was like, there's no way that like that came from me. Because like Mark had never crossed my mind in like the, la- you know, in the 10 years prior. Um, we weren't friends or anything. So I felt like it was not of me. And, and so I was really convicted that it was of God. Um, and then I said, I don't see how you're going to do that because he wasn't even Christian at that point. And uh, obviously, that was one of the things I really wanted in a guy. Uh, so, yeah. And then I just like gave it to God because I it was like next to impossible. And then it and then we fell in love. And so God. All God right. All right. <laughs> All right. So that was exciting, but really terrifying, too. <laughs> 
when you're like, no, <laughs> really? I didn't. I haven't really had any visions. I I don't remember ever having any. Even when I was under anesthesia, I I don't remember having anything. But even if you guys know. like did have it, you know, like Alan, you were saying, like when you were sharing it, somebody she thought like your wife thought, you know. Are you okay? Kinda crazy. Like I, I yeah, really like I feel. Something. Yeah, like I really feel hesitant to share those things because there's such a oh, is she okay? You know, kind of thing. Yeah. No, but I, that was that. It felt like that was part of the, that was part of the the whole sort of test by God. Mm. It's like I'm going to give you the, mm, this really true. crazy thing, sort of like an Abraham situation, and it's your job to share it. Mm. Doesn't matter who it is. So I took. So I chose the safest person. That I could think of, mm. right? And I shared it. Don't think she took it very well. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but hey, she still stuck by me. <laughs> so mm. didn't scare her enough. Didn't scare her <laughs> enough. <laughs> enough. Yeah. There was. Right. Oh, can I share oh, one more? Going. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I had this uh, dream at. So I used to go to York, right? And uh, I was really um, active in campus ministries. And at York, there's a huge uh, Muslim population and Jewish population. So I remember having this dream one day, one night, where a Muslim girl came to Christ, right? And then when I woke up, I was like, okay, God, I get it. Like, And then I started praying for this girl. Mm. Um, lo and behold, a week later, we're in worship and... I get tapped on the shoulder and uh, another Christian was like, hey, this girl's about to come to Christ. She's Muslim. Come outside. And I was wondering, like, why did you pick me? I'm like just a random um, person. Like, I'm a really random person in the crowd. I wasn't a mm-hmm. leader or anything. And I guess like I was the closest to the door, which is why he asked me to come mm, out to what pray. The heck? Yeah. And then so we prayed and we like put hands on this girl and then she gave her life to Christ. So like, I feel like um, there's always like a, like for dreams and visions, there's always um, like a reason, right? It was it was because God wanted me to pray for this girl, like mm. uh, because let's say like I hadn't I didn't get like the dream, like I wouldn't be able to be praying for that week for her leading up to that event. Interesting. So, yeah, it was really mind blowing. Like wow, how cool that was. But yeah, what a crazy gift to be a prophetess, eh? I was telling Mark, like, I really feel like the Holy Spirit's always telling us these things, like everybody. He's always wanting to give us wisdom, always wanting to put these things in our heads. And I told Mark, like, earlier, I think the gift is discernment. The gift is trying to, is realizing, like, okay, what this means is this. But I really feel like, like God is giving everyone these visions and everyone these dreams, you know, and that says that in the Bible too, right? Wow. Because we're all, anyways, I'm sure we'll get to that all later. Right. So I'm so, waiting for your master class so we can hone in on our, uh, <laughs> you know, our prophetic skills. Our prophetic skills. Yeah. You know? Let's yeah. do it. Uh, so interesting. We're going we're gonna to rival Bethel. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to open up our own school. Uh, uh, so is there a difference between dreams, visions, or daydreams? 
I feel like vision can come at any time. Mm-hmm. Like dreams is relegated to when you're sleeping. Um, yes, and when I agree you're with in that. that REM sleep. But so I guess um, the difference is like yeah. what is vision and what's the difference between vision and daydream? Because I feel like sometimes I've had like times when I think I'm I think I'm daydreaming, but I wouldn't count those as visions. I'm just like thinking about some like is it like a visual thing or is it a thought hmm. when it's when we're talking about a vision and daydream because we've got to, got to define these things because what if like I had a, a vision in the past quote unquote a vision in the past but based on my own definition of what a vision is which is like for me like a visual thing that you see in front of you is it yeah. like so what's the difference like what's the difference to any people who have had visions in the past. <laughs> well, I don't know if I should answer it because mine didn't come true. Like, I mean, like, the, the, I'm a false prophet. I, the, the, oh, just, man. <laughs> be careful. Um, be cautious, guys. What I under, yeah, well, what I understand, or at least what I think I understand is like the difference between, I mean, look, one of the defining features for a daydream is it's, it's like a benefit to you. Like you're, you're doing these, like you're, you're thinking of like a scenario or a situation, you know, where it's, you know, beneficial to you, where you're, where you're better off than what you're doing right now. Mm. Right. Like we daydream that we, you know, that you win the lottery or, you know, you had, uh, you had a bigger house or, you know, your ministry is, is, you know, blowing up. I, I don't know what it is, but it's, you know, there's, there's this aspect of it that's, 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 it, it's about you, right? Mm. That it's about benefiting you, getting to you to a better, to a quote unquote better situation than where you are at that moment. Visions, it can be like, it can be regarding you. Uh, but usually if we're talking about visions from God, it will be to the benefit of somebody else or to a larger population than yourself. Right. Mm. Generally speaking, I would think, mm. I would think could be wrong. I but can, yeah. I can jive with that. That makes sense to me. Mm. Like daydreaming is more of like a selfish fleshly in with a fleshly, <laughs> like, you know, yeah, yeah it's evil. Uh, it's from the devil. I'm the devil. <laughs> I don't think well, of no. intention, you know? Yeah. No, I, I don't if, think if it's, if you're, it's if you're differing, right. To, to mm. just to differ the two. Because it makes sense. Okay, so maybe I've had vision in the past then. Maybe. Mm. Oh, so I think any- I like your addition to Billy's. Like, there needs to be a fourth category in this, which impressions, right? Oh, so it's just like the feeling of like a nudge or some sort of like message. So there's like the visual vision, which is the visual, which is what you said. And mm. then I think the Holy Spirit also gives impressions. I don't know. Moving. These are my yeah, the impressions. Moving. These are my impressions. <laughs> Definitely had impressions in life, I think, mm. I would say. Visions. I, and I feel that those are, are a lot easier. Well, I don't know if they're more common, but they're, they're I think impressions tend, I would think that most, that it would, it's easier for us to have like examples of in our own life as opposed to visions and stuff. Visions tend to be, I think, you know, really um, powerful 
Mm. Like you said, the the vision aspect, like the the seeing aspect of it, but the impressions. I think what Jenna was talking about, like you know, the, the Holy Spirit trying to get us these things, and maybe He wants to give us these visions, but we can only handle the impressions right now. Interesting. Right. Mm. Where Interesting. we are, <clears throat> but I mean, apparently that's not going to stay that way, right? According to the scriptures, right? In the last days, but I guess we'll get to that in a bit too. Mm. In the last days. Yeah. Uh, have you guys heard of some something called dreamology? So when I came up with the question, I really didn't know what to, to, to call it. Because, I mean, there's the interpretation of dreams is basically what it is. Oh, yeah. Like an, oh, yeah. Like the study of dreams. Oh, yeah. I definitely looked into that when I was a kid. Really? Mm. What did you yeah, find? I don't. Huh? Do you remember what your oh any, specifically any, the teeth the teeth dream? <laughs> what, is it, what did it say? I'm so curious. So you looked up like these the interpreting dreams to figure out what to go what to yeah do to with like that. what like yeah to like so what did you find subconscious? out? I no I I don't remember like I don't remember I was a kid when I was researching stuff because like, like, I don't want to think about this at all. I don't want yeah I don't want to think about it. But I think as a kid I was definitely curious, and I think mm. when I matured a bit, I think maybe middle school or high school, like I I really believed. There's definitely something like subconsciously something ex- happening in in my mind, and that my dream meant something. Like I don't think, like my dream is definitely a God given dream of God removing my teeth via an apple. I don't think that's God given. <laughs> it could stay. Could have been someone was poisoning you. Yeah, I'm who, so who attempt, Someone yeah, was attempting to poison you with an apple, so God was like, "Stay away from apples for a certain amount of time." <gasps> you know, stay away from desires. Oh wow, that'd be, oh, that'd be so crazy. <laughs> it's kind of crazy because I think I was like just doing a quick Google search, like uh, something something about dreams, and like one of their suggestions was dream about teeth falling out. No way, and that was a common thing that came up. So. Yeah, I know I flying is too. one, but I didn't know about teeth oh, yeah. falling. Like flying, falling, like those, that kind of goes with, I guess, the whole dreamology thing, right? I've had like those dreams too. Um, yeah. Also dreams about, you know, being, you know, just being in public naked or mm. um, being yeah. unprepared about something. Mm. Like a recurring dream is just me going to let's say a seminar that i'm presenting and then like my laptop isn't there or i finally get my laptop somehow in my dream and then the word document isn't there so something about like always recurring is just me being unprepared which is kind of my life story (laughs) being unprepared for (laughs) a lot of things it's a a commentary on your on who you are (laughs) that's what your dream is (laughs) wow yeah uh, but the I think the teeth thing, oh, I've heard about, maybe it's like a TV show where I heard it, heard it from. It's just like mm. you're scared about people finding, you're, you're trying to hide something or something. I don't know. Okay, let me just read what teeth mean. Oh, no, this is apple. What does an apple mean? Would you say teeth is more important in your dream, Billy? They're both important aspects of the dream. <laughs> so we must interpret it. <laughs> Whoa, it means you're worried about your appearance and how others perceive you. Oh my god. <laughs> Yo. I can't think of that anything is... so opposite from Billy. 
Oh no, no, that's the the biggest truth I've ever heard in my really? life. Really, <laughs> I care. Like till this day, it's not as strong, but I do. I, before I used to really care about my, my appearance and how I looked to other people. Like that was really important to me. Are you wow. saying this is real? Oh, 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 I real. Anyways, I wouldn't say. Okay, so I think dreamology, when I tried to research it, it's just like the study of dreams and what they can mean uh, or like what certain dreams mean. Um, in that case, yeah, there may be a science behind dreams and there might be a, a like, you know, a psychology. There's, there's a connection there between like what Jenna just read about um, a person being worried about how they look to others and then Billy having that dream. <laughs> so there might be, there's certainly some connection there and some evidence that, yeah, that might be real. But I think when it comes to the Bible, when especially talking about dreams and when it's specifically mentioned and how God sends someone dreams and visions, yeah, like there's always an, an interpretation behind it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when God sends you something, there's always a meaning behind it, and there's always mm-hmm. a message that God is trying to send to you. It may be for other people, it may be for your you, uh, but yeah, I think there's certainly a level of truth to the dreams that we have now, and the connection with like how our brains are thinking maybe even subconsciously. But then when we talk about the Bible, yeah, there's always a meaning towards things, but it's not necessarily, oh, you dream this and that that means, yeah, yeah, it's this. Like for God, when he sends you a dream, it's not a recurring one. It's not like what your brain is thinking. It's not like a subconscious being um, like coming up to the surface of your mind when you're asleep or whatever uh when god sends you a dream it's specific to the message that he wants to send you and others Mm. Uh there you go that's how i see it um yeah so i mean so how do you know if somebody when they're talking to you i mean because you have you have um people that that talk about dreams and interpret dreams um and i know that's that's a section of fortune telling uh that's there out there is there a difference between these two sort of like the biblical sort of interpretation and fortune telling is there how much different is it if there is any would you say i think the intention is definitely the the thing the essence of it so I think obviously God's the dreams God give us God gives us is to glorify him like ultimately. And then for fortune telling it's to know or control what's coming or has uh, for like our own gain type energy. Yeah. So I mean yeah. I know yeah. that at least when is when in the earlier parts of of Israel in the Old Testament you know, uh, there are certain sort of characters that weren't allowed in the nation of Israel. Soothsayers were, was one of those um, people, you know, um, including with um, 
people that spoke to the dead, uh, that sort of thing. And so it seems to me that there's a stark, you know, there's, there's like the, there's a, an animosity that God has against, mm. you know, somebody that does it. That's not, you know, that's not biblical, right. From the fortune, like as a fortune teller. Right. Um, and so I think, yeah, basically what you guys said, there's, there's, there's a difference in that one's basically for your control, how you, how you see the future and how you can control it and how you can shape it. Whereas if there is a dream that is sent by God, it is to, you know, glorify God to benefit others, um, that sort of thing. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, there has to be a difference because there if, there be then, if there wasn't, if there wasn't, you know, God kicks out these people. There's a reason why God kicks out pe- those those type of people, right? Yeah, because yeah, I guess with the whole fortune telling thing, it's the whole the whole idea of you know, like the original sin of like us taking control and us being gods of our own lives, right? Whereas if we're we have these dreams and visions from God, these are ways that God can use us into, I guess, following His will, and you know, to glorify Him. So. Mm-hmm. I guess that's definitely the big that the like the the huge biggest difference, but, and how okay. you can tell like what's what what's the reason why you're having these dreams or visions interpreted in such a way. Mm-hmm. But couldn't you and just to play devil's advocate here for a second? Okay. Couldn't you like? <laughs> I'm joking. Couldn't you take whatever God or whatever message that you got mm. and use it for your own benefit? Of course you could. Right? Yeah. Hmm. And, and I guess, and, you know, getting back to, you know, the difference between fortune telling and, and sort of the dreams of, I guess, your future. Sure. Because I, yeah, I guess maybe you get dreams about the past. But, you know, when we normally think of dreams, you know, that are given to you, like like meaningful dreams, it's either about the present, what you're, what you're experiencing now, mm-hmm. or something that's, to happen later on. Yeah. Right. Uh, and in that sense, you know, uh, there's, there are similar veins along with the fortune telling aspect of it where it shows, you know, where it attempts to show you what your past is or what you're dealing with right now. Hmm. I guess that's what the question, you know, not asking for, but there's, that's why the question was asked. Um, so can you, and does that, does that change it at any point between, you know, dream interpretation and fortune telling? Uh, so just in in the people I know that get dreams, I, I don't think I've ever come across, even in the Bible, where it's a gift, a, a dream from God has been used for personal gain. Um, and I think a part of that is because it says the Holy Spirit gives these gifts from his own wisdom. So it's like he would know if if you were to use it, he probably wouldn't get, give you that dream. Fair. So yeah. and I I don't know do you have you guys I haven't seen that at all where like a gift from God or Balaam. a dream from God has been used for personal gain. Well, Balaam was supposed to but uh he kind of got deviated a bit mm. thanks to his whip. <laughs> so what he's right. <laughs> Sorry. Remind, okay, so remind us what happened. okay, so Israel's coming to claim their promised land. 
some of the nations that are currently in that land start to freak out. And I can't remember which king it was. I don't, it might have been Moab. But they enlist the aid, or they're trying to enlist the aid of a prophet type person called Balaam. And Balaam, uh, you know, they, they send this envoy to him. And I guess in the beginning, he says, no, no, no. And then he gets this dream from God to tell him to go and do what he asks and says. Um, I think I'm a little hazy on the, on the, on the, on the, the minute sort of details, but he wakes up and he agrees to go with him and he takes a dog he's riding on a donkey and this donkey as he's going on the way at some point in the journey starts to veer off from the path. And I guess there's a stone wall or like he, he gets off. And so, you know, he gets off from the trail and Balaam beats him, get back on the trail. So he gets back on the trail, mm-hmm. does it a second time, gets back on the trail, right? Does it a third time. And I guess this is where the wall is. So he, he, he actually presses against the wall. So it crushes to a certain extent Balaam's leg. And at this point, Balaam's ready to take out his sword and kill his donkey, his ride. Uh, he must have been so mad, you know, um, yeah, that he was going to kill his ride and walk all the way there. But he was also so mad. Uh, he must have been also so mad that when his donkey started talking to him, he started to talk back and didn't notice it. The donkey says to him, why are you beating me? Hmm. <laughs> and, and Balaam goes, well, because you're not doing what I want. And like, it's just, you know, having a conversation with your donkey, right? It is revealed to Balaam that the reason why the donkey starts to veer off is because on the path, an angel appears to try to stop him. And so the donkey, seeing the angel, tries to veer off left and right. Well, uh, short, I mean, long story short, um, Balaam gets back on his way after, you know, listening to the angel saying, hey, yeah, you got to do this. You know, don't go doing what you want. It's basically, you know, don't whatever uh, and go do what, what it's supposed to say, but only say what I put in your mouth. Mm. Right. So Balaam goes off and meets this king. They, they, this king marches uh, his army to, uh, to go confront uh, the Israelites. And um, the king says, okay, I need you to curse the nation of Israel. And so when Balaam opens his mouth, all that comes out is blessings for Israel. Wow. And this king's angry. <laughs> he's, <pissed. Wow. laughs> he's like, that's not what I'm paying you for. Right. Cause he's also paying him to, to be here. He's like, I told you I was going to come if I could say what, what came through my mouth. So they go on like another hill and he does it a second time and he does it a third time. Eventually, you know, they figure out that no one's going to stop. Um, no one's going to stop God from getting the Israelites into the promised land. However, it, most people stop there. Um, but uh, if you read later on down the line, it doesn't end well for Balaam. The reason being is because Balaam, even though he can hear things from God, wasn't the most godly person. Right. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't yeah. end well for him. So that's kind of the story. I don't think Get something I've... from God. You better listen or. <laughs> yeah. That's the, happen, that's the moral of the story. That's what I learned. Listen. You get that yeah. vision or dream from God or. <laughs> 
well, there's if nothing some got what putting, you want to do, then you should. Well, do there it. are some dreams in the Bible where you didn't have a choice, right? With the ba- with um, the Egyptian baker and the Egyptian butler, they didn't have a choice. Three That's days true. came, and that was what's going to happen to them. Mm. Right, wow. one died, one got restored to his own his uh, his his former job position. Yeah. Mm. So, but also when God gives you a dream, He's putting a lot of trust in you. Mm-hmm. because it's a message right to you and to other people and when god puts a lot of trust in you like you better take that seriously <laughs> <laughs> so what what else can we learn about people from the bible uh, that can interpret dreams and visions i'm just trying to remember who so like so who can, who had so date not David. Daniel? Sorry. Daniel. Daniel. Okay, Daniel had. Um, Joseph. John had. On the John the Baptist? Uh, jo- uh, the Apostle oh, John. The Apostle John. Right. So uh, confusing. Yeah, <laughs> there's a couple of John. No, I mean, well, I mean, John the Baptist might have gotten one, right? Mm-hmm. One or two. Um, but yeah, definitely uh, John on the Isle of Patmos. That's how we got Revelation, right? And all that good stuff. So Daniel and Revelation, they, those are the hardest hitting prophetic visions that, that we have, mainly because. Hardest classes in. Universe. It is the hardest classes oh my in gosh. seminary, in Bible school. It is. <laughs> oh mainly because, God. yeah, there's like, I mean, it's hard to say definitively what the answer is. Mm-hmm. Right. At yeah. least with, at least with Daniel, you get some of it. Right with Nebuchadnezzar's dream and the whole like statue of gold, silver, mm. bronze, that yeah, sort of thing, yeah, yeah. because that ha- that has already happened in, in history. Yeah. So there's that aspect of it, but for the rest of the the the, the book of of uh, of Daniel, maybe not so much, like the goat and the ram mm. and stuff, the seven bowls, the seven trumpets, the you know the dragon and the woman that's sitting on the dragon and what the heck all that good stuff all that vision and dreams and and stuff that we just yeah there's no definitive way we can we can we can surmise and you know be led by the holy spirit in a certain way but in the in the end it really it really doesn't say this is what's going to happen and there have there have been many a person throughout history that has taken their shot into interpreting them <laughs> and some to the detriment of their own reputation, right? Like mm-hmm. trying to predict when Jesus is going to come again. And those dates have come and gone. And <laughs> there's, um, there's a draw to it. Like we're fascinated by, by that, especially somebody that, that, you know, that, that seems to have um, either the interpretive value of it or, you know, kind of, I mean, there's something about somebody talking to somebody else, like having the the voice of God or having the ear of God. Like I knew this one guy, right? Um, his name was Pastor Denoso. And he came for like, like we invited him for this one winter retreat for, for our church. And I just, uh, I wasn't really paying attention, necessarily paying attention to what he was saying. Um, but just to to know that there's there that that it's possible that this is a person that God talks to, like in a more direct way than everybody else, 
right? Because uh, for scholars, there's something, there's, there's, uh, there's two kind of revelations. There's the general revelation where it comes to, you know, the, the, the scriptures, the Bible, um, through, um, through the handiwork of God in creation. Those are the things, it's, it's a general revelation of God that everybody gets to see. And then there's a special revelation, right? Those are, those are including dreams and visions and things that are specific to a localized sort of area and localized time. Right? And so there's something that, that, that's about somebody that can do that, that has that sort of like situation, this perceived connection to God that, that at least for me, it drew me towards it. Like I wanted to, to have, to know if God had, had a, had a message for me, right? I think we all want to want to have that, you know, in a, in a specific way to, to say, okay, this is your life. This is the way it's supposed to go. These are the steps that it's going to, you know, that, that has to take place. Mm. Right. Uh, and, you know, it, it would be great if we had that connection to him to know his will, even if that means <laughs> if it's from somebody else. So I was trying to, you know, just be around this guy, right, for the entire weekend, just to see if he would say, oh, yeah, by the way, God has something like I, I have a message for you from God. Like I, I was a, like a like a <laughs> 13, 14 year. I can't remember how old I was, <laughs> but I just wanted like, you, you know, you wanted to to feel special that way just to, to to have this person like draw you in close and just say hey i know who you are god has revealed something to me because he had dreams where they came where it was from god and they came true so mm, yeah. i don't know there's just a, but i i think i really think we need to break that down like that yeah. whole like reverence around that because like so one of my life verses is like Elijah was a man just like us. So I feel like, like I was saying before, we can all have that direct, like I can hear from God kind of thing. And yes, of course, like I agree with you, there's certain people, but like I think we, we're all able to to get there um, through prayer and and asking the Holy Spirit for for dreams and visions and and all of this. Because, like, that's how it started with me, like, when I was younger. I think I was, like, doing a study on, like, the gifts of the Spirit. And someone's like, just start praying. Just start praying about have it, having this gift, you know, like, tongues or whatever that you, you're feeling like God is asking you to ask for. And, and take away any pride in your, in your request to God for these, for these gifts, these supernatural mm. gifts. Because mm. if there's even an inkling of, like, Oh, I want that so that I can people can look at me this way. Yeah. Then he will not give it to you. And mm -hmm. so like I think that's where it started for me and I have to always be really careful about my heart and stuff like um even talking about it like I'm really like I don't really want to talk about it cuz like I feel the pride or whatever and it's like wow. go away like it's nothing of you, right? So like um I really believe that we all have that ability um and because uh, the Holy Spirit in his wisdom can give it to anybody, right? So, yeah, I think we need to take away that whole, like, oh, this person is is really special because we're all, we can all, God can give that all to us, you know? And he promises to at the end of the last days kind of thing, like, you know, hopefully we'll dive into that later, but. I don't know hmm. if everyone. Yeah. I mean, yeah, everyone can has the potential to have it because the Holy Spirit 
it's really it's from the Holy Spirit, but in reality, not everyone will have that gift because there's such like the Holy Spirit will disperse certain gifts to others and certain gifts to um and different gifts to other people. So yeah. I don't think everyone, but definitely it's the Holy Spirit's call. So we all have, I think, equal footing for any gift of the Holy Spirit that's out there. It's just that he gives different gifts depending on the individual. Yeah. Uh, any uh, other lessons? Yeah, I had a question. Like, how do you... Because so I talked to a friend of mine recently about dreams. And we actually went into dreamology because he had a dream. And he's like, what does this mean? And he was looking up all these symbolism. How do you know like that a dream or vision or impression is from God? And how do you know if it's just from you? Because well, I think a lot of our... Yeah, well, if it's about a boat on top of a building, it's probably <laughs> not from him. <laughs> just just putting it out there, that probably is not from him. Um, if it's from God, then it's either he will interpret it for you, like he'll, def- he'll directly speak to you. He's like, here... This is what the dream means, or this is what the vision means, or he'll mm. send another individual to give you the message of what that dream means. If it's not from God, or even worse, what if it's from mm. the other side? Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think God will leave you hanging when it comes to it. Like, um, <clears throat> yeah, if you're close to it. Yeah, if not for, and I'm, t- and I'm thinking, I guess, in situations where, you know, you don't, you have somebody that isn't necessarily, you know, close to God. Or, yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. All right. That's sort of like open to s- sort of different avenues of spirituality and all that good stuff. So, in my understanding, but, so a, a dream or vision from God, it, the interpretation will never come from ourselves. It either come from well, God not himself. one that has any meaning towards it, like any significance. Sure. Like, it, oh, I mean, you know, it might have significance like my apple, to my your apple life. Tea thing, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm pretty <laughs> sure if I told them someone and then they said it was a godly dream, I mean, <laughs> I could be, but I think if I, I interpret that for myself, you know, so yeah. therefore, I don't think that's a godly dream. Mm. But if we're talking about a dream where, um, it come the interpretation comes from someone else or from direct interpretation from God. Yeah, like that would be a dream from God. Is that a thing? And and under the assumption that the person who's interpreting it is like believes in God, is a Christian, follows Jesus type thing, close with the Holy Spirit. And if some random person comes up and says to you about the dream, that talks to you about the dream that you had a dream, yeah. a specific dream, and you told nobody about. Did that, did that work? Nah, I don't trust that one. <laughs> I think <laughs> I don't trust that one. Like the only the only thing I'm basing it on is like how the the scriptures worked. Yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. How for sure the dreams and visions in the Bible worked? Where, um, yeah, there was there's a dream, and then God sends it to you. For example, Nebuchadnezzar. God sends the dream to Nebuchadnezzar. He wasn't close to God. He wasn't seeking after god but god sends him that dream 
But then he sends someone who who was godly to interpret that dream. Mm. Um, and in mm-hmm. the end, Nebuchadnezzar, at the end of it, I believe Nebuchadnezzar will see him in heaven. Uh, but, um, yeah, so God sends people dreams and they don't necessarily have to be, be close to God. Abimelech. Or be godly. Right? Um, yeah, that could be something that God is sending them to jumpstart that relationship, to jumpstart that person's journey. And then he will send someone who is godly that might be able to have the discernment to explain that dream to that person. Um, I just see that that's how it worked in the scriptures. Yeah, for Uh, sure. It's either God setting that dream and then God interpreting that dream for that person. For example, Jeremiah. And then... Or we have Nebuchadnezzar, and then someone else comes along and interprets that dream for him. So I'm just boiling it down to an algorithm. <laughs> Do it. Anyone can have a dream. Yes. To be godly dream must be interpreted by a godly person. Yes and no. Because yes remember, no? Joseph, remember Joseph um, was in his dream was visited by an angel told to get out and go to Egypt. Right. Mm. Um, so in that case, the angel came and interpreted. That's it, another one. He's godly. Another godly, godly. another godly, go, godly interpretation. Yes, that's a good idea. Type algorithm. energy. Um, and but the other one is a blip. Sorry, the other one is Abimelech. When I think it's his name is Abimelech. When it was either Abraham lied about Sarah or it was Isaac lied about Rachel. And Someone it was one of those two. And they, the, the dream person. was like, don't touch that woman because he belongs to. Oh. Even though they said that Abraham. that was the sister or the brother. Ooh, what the heck? Yeah. All so right. there, there are, but like, I think what, what Mark says is, I mean, is a, a better sort of like, if this happens, you know, it's going to be that way. Right? <laughs> you know, it's going to be from God. Like if somebody comes and he interprets it from God, like, you know, then that's going to be from God. But there might even there might be some dreams that come to you, at least for dreams, that are meant that are meant for you, that the interpretation is a little bit more coherent than you know, creature from Black Lagoon and trying to figure out what that means. Fair. Right. Mm. Um so yeah, like get out of you know, get out of here and, and run to Egypt and don't come back until until um what's his name is dead herod is dead right that, those were pers- those were specific instructions what to do and mm. of course it didn't help that you know it obviously it helped that he had you know jesus so you know they had a vested interest to make sure that he still had stayed alive right mm. so mm. there's that but for everybody mm. else i think i think mark's situation applies just trying to get a grasp you know <laughs> So, okay, so we have verses about dreams and visions like Joel 2, 28, or Acts 2, 15 to 18. Um, how can we inter- like talk about that and what lessons can we learn from it? Okay, so the, the Joel 2 one is talking about um, is a promise of the, of the Holy Spirit being poured out. And remember, the Joel is in the Old Testament, right? So this is before Acts. Joel 2, it, 
Joel 2, verses 28. And it says, It will come about after this that I will pour out my spirit on all mankind. This is obviously God speaking. And your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your old men will dream dreams. Your young men will see visions. And we see that again in Acts uh, as well, I believe. Yeah, Peter's Peter's sermon. Yeah, he references that in verse 15. Um, right, because they, they were saying that he was the, oh, got it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That they were drunk, that. and he says, for these men are not drunk as you suppose. It's only the third hour of the day. But this <laughs> is what was spoken through the prophet Joel. And it shall be in the last days, God said, that I will pour my forth my spirit. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Your old men shall dream dreams. Nice. How do we read that? What does I that, that say? That old people are sleeping more, so they dream dreams more. Stone. And then men are awake more, so they have vision. <laughs> right on. That's a that, that's a thing for me because it's the I, I get the whole idea that like the Holy Spirit will be poured out onto everyone who are like a follower of Christ. But then it's the the gift of prophecy, the gift of visions and dreams, like, is that going to be poured on upon everyone? Right. I don't know if it's poured out upon everyone. I don't, I think, I don't think it is. I don't think it is based off the verse, but you could, I feel like you could interpret it in that way. It just means that there will be definitely people who will be doing it. Yeah. People who will be able to prophesy and have visions when old people who have dreams. Yeah. When that time comes, got it. Yeah. That God allotted it, the Holy Spirit will start working again. Um, I mean, he's still working, but like in terms of, you know, supernatural gifting that we've seen in the New Testament, um, I, I believe that Joel's talking about this, that he will make it happen again in the last days, it says. Hey, man, I think people can have prophecy vision and dreams now they can yeah sure totally but i think like what's the the verse is talking about it's just like happening more frequently and like more and more people will start to do it it doesn't mean that right now right now it's like no one can have happening at all yeah yeah, it's kind of like dispersed kind of like few and far in between right now but later on like the holy spirit will work his magic yo man i just feel like the gift of <laughs> prophecy visions and dreams is like a limited edition card <laughs> that like you pull in a card pack of like so limited it's like so rare you know they don't do that anymore they do in the f nfts now right so yeah, yeah, yeah. it's all online now you know <laughs> top so for like 68 NBA million dollars for like a gift crazy exactly but so that's I another guess, like, topic for another podcast yeah. i guess limited limited edition uh spirit uh gift of the spirit that's that's how i f- see visions and dreams and interpretation of them right now hey <laughs> because like i i think i think having like you jenna as like you're the only other person in my life who has like dreams and visions that have like come to pass and i'm like wow this is definitely a thing still i think it's just like yeah. it's, it's just rare i think it's just really really rare for this this gift and because before i didn't really they have an experience with like dreams or visions whatsoever. My faith has grown in that. So, mm-hmm. I th- yay! I like I I think because 
like we grew up in a very conservative um yeah. environment yeah. that i i honestly believe like the people we grew up with there were more people who had mm-hmm. or who who the spirit wanted to give this gift to but it wasn't fostered it wasn't like developed right and and that's with mm. all things even tongues right like so um i think the cert, there's certain denominations that this is like fostered and yeah, yeah yeah and i wish we had that growing up because i'm sure we would have seen a lot more of our friends Ooh, yeah so interesting man mm. yeah i love yeah, that um yeah no i mean uh some of the other because some of the other verses that i was looking to as well knowing that like for for example for numbers the book of numbers chapter 12 verse 8 says that um you know hear now my words if there is a prophet among you i the lord shall make him myself known to him in a visions i shall speak to him in a dream and then when you jump over to like amos chapter 3 amos 3 verse 7 he says, surely the Lord God does nothing unless he reveals his secret counsel to his servants, the prophets. Mm. Right. And so when we go back to sort of like the Joel, the Joel um, you know, passage and the, you know, consequently the Acts passage as well, you know, these are things that God wants us to know, right, um, to speak uh, to us because they're for our benefit. Um you know, whether yeah. it's something specific or whether it's just to, you know, alert people and to, to sort of like galvanize them to wake up uh, out of sort of a laziness or a slumber and to return to him or to do something specific so that, you know, that he's got, you know, he's got, he, he needs something done and he would like us to participate in those things. Mm. You know, um, it's just a different way, you know, and I guess I was getting to, the, I mean, was talking about that earlier with Pastor Denoso is that, you know, because it isn't something that is common amongst us, you know, it's something that grabs our attention. Right. Um, and maybe that's just sort of like God's way of, you know, okay. I, I talk to you through this, the, through the Holy spirit. When you read your scriptures, I talk to you when you, you know, you, um, when you analyze sort of like events during your, your day and know that I'm there to help, you know, put my hand on it so that, you know, I protect you or, um, I, I provide for you. I bless you, but there's also certain like aspects of the dreams and the visions where it's just like, okay, I need to get your attention. And this is like the real way, you know, Mm. a a real awakening for some of us because Mm -hmm. it's not an everyday occurrence. Do -hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I guess like the beauty in all of this and the truth that we can find is that God will never do something without warning his people. Like God will never do anything to his people or commit an act of um, punishment, let's say, punishment or rebuke without first letting the people know that he's going to do it and have plenty of warning for them to turn around. And I think that's just mm. speaks to God's love. Um, God is not a God of miscommunication. So if he wants to do something, he'll let you know about it. 
And if he he wants to do something about a certain sin, uh, about a certain person, then he'll let he'll send someone to tell you, tell people about it, and then it comes with a warning. It's like, hey, I don't like what you're doing, but you have time. Just repent from it. Just turn around from it. Come back to the old ways. Come back to our relationship with me, and you don't have to go through the hard things that. Right now, I want to do to you because of your unfaithfulness and because of your disobedience. Um, yeah, it just speaks to God's love, and that He gave He in Israel, He gave so much chances for them to turn around. Israel, like both Israel and Judah, the two kingdoms, um, before eventually, ultimately, when there was no other way, people didn't want to turn back to God. Then He did those things like he 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 let babylon capture them but not because he just wanted to obliterate them but because he wanted to use that tool of punishment to bring them back to a closer relationship with him Hmm. so yeah at the end of it god will send you vision and god will send you dreams because he wants to tell you something Mm -hmm. so you better listen yeah, I, <laughs> or somebody no, gonna get a hurt. Or, or yeah, somebody real bad. <laughs> somebody gonna get a hurt. Real yeah. But but hey, but it's sort of like to Jenna's point is like, what happened? I mean, wouldn't it be so much better if more of us could do that, right? Um, that more of us could be able to receive the visions and receive and 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 to be able to have dreams that God sent to us and to interpret these dreams. Right? How much would it be better for the church that you know other people can do it? Mm-hmm. Right? Um, but as she was saying, you know, it's not exactly something that we foster, at least not in Western society. I think so, not in right. conservative circles. In conservatives, well, I mean, <laughs> I think it's fostered I, in Western society and other yeah. Christian denominations. You know, and in mm. in in our sort of like where where we grew up in in our denomination, I feel that sort of like, you know, a lot of it, sort of like the re- grounded in sort of the real realistic aspects of it, tends to 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 migrate from um from um what's the denomination um from Puritan slash Methodism, where you know you, there's a lot of uh, okay, there's self control and and um keeping yourself busy and and you know sort of having routines and and being efficient in your day so that Not you can drinking caffeine yeah so that you can have you can do more for god right um but i think you know obviously there are times where we 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 emphasize certain things to the detriment to of others right and so mm-hmm. a lot of it is like okay let's just let's work on preaching right let's just send out a whole lot of preachers Right. Um, and maybe we don't have enough, you know, people that helps us to foster things like foster our gifts of the spirit, right? Mother gifts and stuff. So maybe definitely it's on us. It's on our generation to start that. Okay, guys, master class. Master class is <laughs> <Fostering> coming. <laughs> <laughs> We've um, exhausted this topic. <laughs> Um, not oh. really. There's oh, so much yeah. and one more to thing. talk about. Um, if you want, um, <laughs> sorry, if you wanted a Muslim to like be converted, pray that they get a dream from God. 
Oh yeah. Yes, yeah. that's because, a thing. Because uh, they don't necessarily listen to us <laughs> and our our biblical foundation of knowledge. Because to their eyes, the Bible has been corrupted. Um, corrupted. So they're not going to listen to our logic and our lo- and our, our basis, you know, being on scripture. But they will totally listen if they get a, a vision or a dream from God, because dreams mm. for them is a thing. Yeah, it's so crazy. It's a so thing. interesting. So, if you want, That's if there's somebody from the Islamic faith that you're trying to reach out to, pray that they get a dream, because that'll dream move them farther than any kind of logic, of you know, biblical logic can. <laughs> uh, I think. Yeah, Billy, didn't you read that book? Um, see. Some oh, praising Allah, saving uh, what was it? Oh, seeking Allah, finding seeking. Jesus. That's the one. Nabil Qureshi. Nabil Qureshi. Was he? Did man. he? Did God speak to him in dreams? He did that? have a dream, mm-hmm. like because he was searching God in the intellect. Because he was speak, he was talking with another, um, another Christian in I think one of his classes or something. Yeah, at he met at school, and he was like a more of an intellect on that side. But he did have a like. He was like actively seeking if jesus was the truth and he did have a dream um about i think of of jesus like in his dream of him being like the door and um him being like the truth so wow it's it's just yeah it's so common in like the muslim faith because i guess it's the only way christ calling them out (laughs) so Uh. that's where you see like i guess the the direct speaking in this direct yeah, dream, the direct mm-hmm. dreams that are very, very clear as to what their God's meaning is behind them, right? It's mm-hmm. amazing. So crazy. Yes. So we can all say that God is so loving that he wants to talk to us always. And Amen. when mm-hmm. one of those, one, one way that he talks to us is, through dreams, another mm-hmm. way is through visions. Um, I'm not sure about daydreams, really, if God talks to us <laughs> in daydreams, but uh, visions and the Holy Spirit nudging us, impressions. Um, so, yeah, and if you just pray that God, we can all pray, really, that God can give us more dreams and visions. There's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with that. It's it's a biblical thing. So pray to God that he'll send you dreams, send you visions, and or talk to you directly and give you more impressions. And like the key here is our heart um, being open to his leading, being open to his communication with us. So um, never be afraid to come close to God. And uh, Mm -hmm. when you want to be used by him, he will definitely use you. Mm. So sweet dreams are made of these. Wow. He went there. Who am I to disagree? (laughs) He went there. (laughs) Thank you guys for joining us in this episode. We hope that you were blessed by our discussion on dreams and visions. If you can, please leave a comment and subscribe, like and subscribe and leave a comment and rating. It would go a long way in helping us out. Uh, that's all we have for you this week. Stay blessed and stay faithful. Keep dreaming. And join us again next week for another episode of The Prodigal.